I think I actually think there's a lot of creativity that goes into math. Like, what? No get out of here. Explain yeah. yourself. Because <laughs> I think that like the whole like once you get into the ideas of research, it's more about like like ten thousand things don't work, right? Like there's mm. like ten thousand ways to tell a joke, and only like one of them really hits, or like a few of them really hit. Right. And I think in that sense, like I think there's a lot of creativity that also goes into like research and like computer science and oh, math. Okay. Um, yeah. And so I think. In that sense, it's kind of similar where like you fail a lot and so okay. Tokyo tonight. Good I was to see gonna you too. say, I I love that. I wish too that I knew when I wasn't gonna do anything in a day, so I could really, I really felt that when you said that. <laughs> Isn't that the word where you're like, if I just knew that nothing was gonna get done, I could have really enjoyed sitting on my ass. Yeah, I'm like, go get a massage, like give myself lunch. <laughs> yes, embrace so it. Embrace yeah, nothing. Yeah, instead I just racked my fucking brain all day. I was like, oh my god, this should get done, and oh, I should really do this, and. I, I don't know. I blinked and that was it. It was over. Are you like Definitely. a type? Uh, what, what do they call it? Like a type A, like somebody who like is super organized, knows how to get shit done. I think I used to be. Oh, nice. <laughs> and I think as I've gotten older, it's. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm just so I was I was talking to a friend today and I was just like, I'm just so much more relaxed now because you realize. Mm. very few things matter so <laughs> <laughs> i'm sorry that's very existential no that's so great that's exactly what we're looking for uh it's so true it really does like there, there's stuff i'll talk myself out of because i'm like you know if i do especially like career-wise i'm like oh if i do this like that'll be that'll be beneficial to my career and then i'll think about every other time i felt that way and like how it didn't really do anything and i'm like ah oh, fuck it doesn't matter yeah <laughs> like yeah yeah like even like showing other people like if like that kind of thing where you're like trying to win somebody over or impress somebody who could actually get you work or money or whatever the hell it is. And you're like, oh, if I'm on time and then you realize none of it fucking matters because if they're in a bad mood, it's all over anyway. <laughs> yeah, no, 100 percent. Actually, yeah. the science shows. Sorry, I'm a scientist. Mm -hmm. but, um, it shows that like when people go through either really good things or like really sad things, like your happiness pretty much remains the same. So wow, like like a couple of years down the line, yeah. So there's absolutely no difference whether like you lose, become a quadriplegic, or like get married. Like, wow. two years down the road. I wow. hundred percent. I one hundred percent believe so. that your happiness doesn't change when you get married. That actually yeah. makes total fucking sense to me. <laughs> I've never been married, so I can't confirm. Me neither. That's great. Let's do it. Let's get, let's get it. Right now. Just get, I'm let's favorite. just, right, exactly. I've always <laughs> thought about doing that just because I was like, I was like, it'd be great to have the money that people waste when they get married. You know what I mean? Like when they're like, <laughs> they get all that fucking money for no reason. Like parents are taking out second and third mortgages to pay for the wedding. And I'm just like, just give it. Like, we'll all just take the cash. And... <laughs> just a low and collect. Yeah, that's it. Do you collect when you're when you elope, or is that cheating? I 
I don't know. I've never <laughs> looked tired, so I guess I'm, I'm telling you. Let's go. <laughs> this is my pitch. Um, <laughs> yeah, it is. And it's interesting that you said the, about the happiness thing, though, because I always kind of wonder, like, is happiness supposed to be just is it really just a, a state of mind? And you're like any other feeling. It's one way or the other, no matter what, because there's like bad shit's happened. And I feel like I've remained relatively like emotionally the same. Like, you know, when something some shitty happens yeah. and you're like, I don't know why, but I feel great. <laughs> you're like this should be the worst day of my life but i'm actually doing pretty yeah. good mentally yeah i think it's like i think it also makes you reflect you know a little but like yeah. things, you're like at least this other thing didn't happen you know yeah but yeah there's that so that's a good point too yeah there was like uh i wasn't i remember being in school and like not being the greatest student but also like i was just like always like one of those people who handed in everything late like knew the assignment, but still handed in shit late. And then, but I also remember like not like not doing that well or whatever in certain subjects. And then also it didn't affect my happiness. And I would be, and I would, that would make me worried because I would be like, I should really feel bad about this, but also I'm going to go out and play today. <laughs> like, or like I'm going to hang out. Like, I don't know. I, like, there's, I, I there's... can't see Emily having the same experience. She's no, in I can't see it either. Man. <laughs> there's no way. <laughs> She actually looked disappointed at me as I was saying it. I was like, no, I, I wasn't. And she was like, hurt her heart. She was like, I knew you were a piece of shit, John. <laughs> <laughs> I, I want to know, Emily, like, all right. So what do you, what did yeah. you first start studying for and what were your goals? And now have they altered? It's like now that you've embraced comedy, like, is it more, uh, have you taken a totally different path or are you still, is it comedy on the side and career oriented? Um, well, so I'm a second year PhD student um, in computer science. Um, like, did you want to know when I started studying? Is that like well, like, yeah, like, when did, like, did you, so you're going towards computer science. Do you find like a passion in it or a love for it? Or was it something I, that you were just like, I'm good at this? I think so. I actually started off doing math. Um, okay. So I was actually, I was an undergrad at MIT. Um, so I studied math and computer science, um, and I started doing math, actually. It's kind of a funny story. So I started doing math out of spite. <laughs> 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 so the story is that I was in sixth grade, and we had, like, a math team, and my okay. sixth grade math teacher told me that I couldn't make it because I was a girl. And so I was wow. like, we're going to prove this man wrong, you know? <laughs> <laughs> um, and so that's when I started studying. Um and then I was like, I came to, I ended up at MIT and I was like, oh shit. Like, really? <laughs> That's intense. Uh, yeah. <laughs> right. See, and when I said I wasn't good, like I was, I'm horrible in math. Like I was, ter I was a terrible math student and that's the thing I thought I should feel bad about. And I, I just didn't, I was like, I don't think I'm ever really like, I always admired, like one of my roommates, one of my best friends is a mathematician and his girlfriend's a mathematician. And it's like fucking magic to me. Like, like, I don't, I'm always amazed by people who can do that kind of stuff, whatever it is, crunch numbers, or, um, I think they computer do computer programming or whatever and stuff. And I don't, i always think it's like wizard shit. Like, I don't get it, but I I'm amazed when people can do it. I'm always, that was just a terrible math student. I feel like I'm confessing to you and I just want you to involve me. <laughs> you're like, <laughs> <laughs> Our father who art in calculus. Uh, <laughs> Tangents be thy name. Yeah, yeah. 
equations be that game? Uh, I don't know. I have no idea what I'm doing right now. Um, yeah, that. but that's kind of, I like the juxtaposition because I feel like I don't know a lot of people who in your position who decide to also do comedy and are also funny. And I've watched your stuff and you're, and you're really funny. And you were great on our um, charity stream that we did when you came on. That was fucking awesome. That was the first time I think I met you. And uh, but do you find like right brain, left brain shit happening all the time, like creative side versus like, you know, trying to do math stuff? <laughs> I think I actually think there's a lot of creativity that goes into math. Like, what? No, no get out of here. Explain yeah. yourself. Because <laughs> I think that like the whole like once you get into the ideas of research, it's more about like like. 10,000 things don't work, right? Like there's mm. like 10,000 ways to tell a joke and only like one of them really hits or like a few of them really hit. Right. And I think in that sense, like, I think there's a lot of creativity that also goes into like research and like computer science and oh, math. Okay. Um, yeah. So I think in that sense, it's kind of similar where like you fail a lot and so okay. you okay. figure things out. Um, I think I started comedy when I was an undergrad, mostly like I took a comedy class at Boston Improv, nice. um, oh, just for fun. That. That's a great place. Is it? It's yeah, closed it's down, fun. right? It's closed down now, unfortunately. Um, but I did like a, a couple. Of, it was really fun. Yeah. yeah, and they have like a whole community going mm -hmm. on there. Such nice people. Um, yeah. Yeah, super super nice people, and I think it was just. I I think I signed up mostly because, um. I like. I wanted, I was like thinking about all the things that I wanted to like try mm. in my lifetime. And I was like, I want to go on a stage and have people laugh at me. Like that's nice. the experience I really want to have. And so, <laughs> yeah. Um, and and was, that your, was that I'm your sorry. first time on stage? Was with, is it Boston Improv? Yeah, it was with Boston oh, that's Improv. So cool. So what a great place to like do it. 2018. Yeah. Yeah. And then I actually, I recently, I stopped doing it for like a year and a half. Mm. And I recently picked it back up over the pandemic. What made you so stop? I, um, I moved to Chicago for a little bit to work. And Ooh. then I think it was just like, it's harder when you like know fewer people like this. Like comedy yeah. is such a networking thing. Mm -hmm. um, and like everyone I knew was in Boston. And so mm. it was like a lot. And I was like starting a new job for a little bit. And then when I came back to Boston, um, pretty much like the pandemic happened. And I oh, okay. Even, realized that comedy had gone online until yeah kind of, <laughs> i don't think anybody really wanted it to go online so we were all keeping it a secret and like, it's okay it's fine <laughs> we're just we're not really doing it. um yeah chicago's uh i i done stand about in chicago or whatever and i feel like it's just miserable to do anything in chicago because of how fucking brutally cold like i should <laughs> like we should all be like like just tardigrades where like you're just <laughs> you just go to that stasis where you're just cold <laughs> floating through space until you get to a nice warm area because i remember like walking my uh, girlfriend at the time lived she was going to law school in chicago so it was super convenient for me to do gigs there or whatever and then uh i used to do the laugh factory in chicago and she lived oh, exactly. like not too far away and i remember like a moron thinking i could walk to one of the gigs in the winter and i was just like you know i always had my fucking leather jacket on which is not winter attire but you know what i mean so, <laughs> i'm like like i was like frozen by the time i got there i was like i fucking hate this place i hate this place. <laughs> i couldn't stand it but i'm sure they have great food though i feel like i have to say something nice <laughs> i'm like you don't chicago's have listening <laughs> yeah no not because of you just i know chicago's like oh it's all right um garbage pizza though but um <laughs> 
so that's cool. So you did Boston Improv, which is a great place because like I feel like even not only are like the the community you're talking about there is like cool, but um the people that come to see the shows there are genuine comedy fans. Yeah. Like they really I I had I've I've never had a bad show at that place and uh I was like god, I wish this was fucking closer cuz they were so yeah. good. Have you ever done the comedy studio? I have not yet. It's on my. Ooh. I did an online comedy studio. Oh, nice. Um, open mic or a couple of them actually. But Rick Jenkins, um, I fucking love the comedy studio. Yeah, I need to go in person. I you feel do. Like it's, uh, yeah. Yeah, that's a good time to do it. What um do you have? Did you were you like growing up? Were you like a comedy fan at all, or is it something that developed later? Um, I think I became more of a comedy fan once I started doing comedy. Like, I think oh, it wow. makes you appreciate it more. Um, yeah. I mean, I think I watched like Netflix specials prior. Like, mm -hmm. like kind of oh to kind of like general comedy get pumped yeah. up for it okay yeah and then i started watching like more youtube videos of like different comics yeah. um because i think yeah watching comedy is what kind of like inspires me to start writing nice because like it's like watching other people do work you know it's like <laughs> i should be doing that right now so yeah I've, yet i've never <laughs> thought about that like driving by a construction site i'm like that looks brutal yeah. I don't ever want to do that. <laughs> Those men look tired. I'm, um, but yeah, no, I know you, it is. That is so funny though. That is kind of weird how like comedy and anything like that looks great. You're like, I totally want to fucking do that. That's the kind of hard work <laughs> I want to do. Um, did you get to like, kind of like plan your stuff? Like, I don't know what the, so Boston improv, I mean, were they stand up oriented there or like more? Cause I don't know too much about, like what their schooling was there yeah so i took a stand-up class and then they had stand-up cool. shows i think like every wednesday or something nice so okay cool you could, like go in the evenings and then uh they were like regulars and so you got to yeah comics and, like, that's awesome even audience members who just came which was really nice oh yeah um, you'd see the same people yeah yeah you do i think i i like seeing the same people because yeah sometimes it's the same jokes but sometimes it gets funnier every time you're like ah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> or, and you, that's how you get those fans, though, who are like, I wonder how she's going to tell it or where she's going to put it or, you know. Yeah. That's actually pretty sweet. Um, was your anybody that you kind of emulated in the beginning? Anybody that you really kind of stuck to and liked? Um, I feel like there's comics who I think are really funny mm -hmm. um, or like who make me laugh out loud. But and I think I've always kind of tried to just i found joe coy really funny in the joe coy's fucking like his, hilarious yeah like his yeah. Like, mom jokes oh my God. i still i cannot do i can't do an asian accent like unless i'm speaking <laughs> to my parents <laughs> like i, I tried it well once. they're here <laughs> <laughs> it comes out hispanic for some reason and then i just it's, it's just rude so i can't like, wow. i've never been able to do impressions that's but. so bizarre I, I had a buddy of mine who could not do he's just a dumb white guy but he could not do um <laughs> he could not do accents like at all like we would look like we'd be like it is it, i don't know he'd we'd be like ken do an irish accent and instead of being like top of the morning to you he'd be like top of the morning to you. and we'd be like that is not <laughs> like, i don't know why you are getting those like he could not like every other accent was different english came out southern and i was like i think you have like a brain thing like i don't know how you're hearing these things but it's not working, man. It was hilarious. Um, but yeah, that's so funny. He Joe Coy is amazing though, and he's super nice. And he's also dating Chelsea Handler, I just read. Really? Oh, I did not know that. Yeah. 
Yeah. Little gossip for the show. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, he's yeah, he's dating Chelsea Handler, which is I did not I, I didn't even it's weird, it's weird when you see people that you don't know know each other. Like <laughs> like I'm just like, oh, I would have never put those two together like ever. But I've heard that John Mulaney and Olivia Munn. That's the that's the closest to the gossip that I've that is the god let me tell you right now that's the fucking dream right there like that's like <laughs> like i don't i don't know how like i'm looking into how to get into drugs so i can go to rehab pop out and then hopefully <laughs> get an olivia munn type pregnant like that's my i don't even want kids but like i feel like those are good goals just so she has to talk to you for at least 18 years i get it <laughs> That's my that's my long con is what we call that. Um, <laughs> oh man, yeah, that is that's fucking wild. But yeah, that was like, what do you think about that kind of shit? Like, as a, I'm gonna keep saying as a scientist because you are a scientist, and I get, know, <laughs> I get it. Listen, you said it. You said I'm a scientist, and I was like, this is gonna be fucking great because I didn't want to like throw that out there, but this is awesome. But like, what do you think about that fucking parasocial relationship shit that's going on, like between like celebrity i mean it's always been like that to a certain extent but like i feel like when john mulaney left his wife the internet lost their fucking minds and like wanted his head and olivia's head like it's insane i'm not a social scientist <laughs> 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 but, um yeah i mean well, i then. think it was like <laughs> yeah. i can i can at least confirm that the mit phd students also know about this drama so it's, spread far. <laughs> it's just it's just crazy to me that like i don't i don't understand it like i feel like you know the internet's just gone to like it's just the internet i feel like it should be its own country you know like its own world whatever it is because nothing that happens there makes any fucking sense and every time we try to take it what's going on there and apply it to real world shit people lose their jobs they die you know <laughs> like i don't know what but it just it doesn't work like i feel like it should be a whole other dimension where you know nobody really knows each other's names and uh nobody knows if they're real or they're ai or if it's a bot you know like yeah. it should you know be like a secret mario level in a game <laughs> all right i have a question for emily sorry <laughs> i'm like all right enough of this shit <laughs> whatever john's trying to drag her into some public dispute before her career takes off right you're trying I'm to get emily canceled curious. I, like, emily. I don't know i want to know about what people think about other shit that's fine we'll do it it's fine uh tom's gonna go and then i'll ask you about cereal <laughs> okay, so, like, what do you think of the lucky charms guy is he getting no, I, <laughs> I think he's pan um me too fine. so um <laughs> so since rainbow. <laughs> right the rainbow the Got rainbow it. exactly there we go now we're getting it away all right tom your turn the, uh, thank you so since you're so math oriented and I believe like most things in life do have like an algorithm to them. Right. Mm -hmm. So do you feel like that it, that you find that uh, when you break down comedy, you're trying to find like that same algorithm, like how to make it hit or even on your social media. Like it's all about like finding like why certain things trend in a certain direction and then join those waves. Do you try to utilize your like your technical skill that you've learned in school with this totally separate skill? But also, I think it breaks down where they overlap a bit. I think so. I mean, I think this is like kind of not, it's kind of comedy related, but like I think in life in general, I think in a sense, I feel like 
Like, I feel like everyone has different things they consider when they make decisions. Um, and I think for me, a lot of that is like, it's like, what are you trying to like maximize for? What are you trying to minimize for? And I think that's something I've thought about a lot. And I think in general, like the reason why I decided to go to grad school was because I think that, um, and I like, I feel like a lot of people go because they like want to be a professor or like there's like a very particular thing that they're aiming towards. Like I really yeah. want to research this one particular thing. And I think for me, um, like I really like computer science. I think it's fascinating. And I think there's a lot of like, it's going to keep growing. Um, the internet's going to keep growing, but I think- Not if I can help it. <laughs> Shut the whole thing down. <laughs> I'm working. You see like there's an EMP in the background. I'm working. Um. Yeah. Um, but I think for me, I like try to minimize the amount of regret that I have in terms of like when I'm making decisions, um, mm. if that makes sense. So I yeah. think, and so I think partially, like that's why I started comedy. It's kind of why I went to grad school. Um, and I do think that it is interesting to like, I know that like people make a bunch of like these TikToks where they try to analyze like how well things do yeah. in comparison to other things, and I find those fascinating. Um, I haven't really done that much on my own social media accounts, mm -hmm. but um, I think like finding patterns and like. Do you, know what, and do you know what GTO is? Game theory optimal or no? Uh, is that like a Nash equilibrium for? It's well, game theory optimal just means you make the dis the best possible decision in in the situation. So it's almost like what you're talking about. I, I only really know of it because a lot of poker players try to play game theory optimal. So when it comes to game theory, you want to make if you ran something a hundred thousand times, what's the best possible decision to make during those outcomes by running all the different scenarios? And it's almost like you live by that. Like you're like, I'm doing this because I want to minimize my amount of regret in the future, which I think is amazing. That's that's a very like analytical way to, to look at decision making. A little bit, yeah, I think so. But I mean, obviously, like not on a day to day basis. I'm like, what am I going to regret when I eat cereal for breakfast? See <laughs> <laughs> yeah, how she brought it right back around to cereal. So yeah, here's my yeah. thing. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I really wish I had something, but I don't. I was throwing it out there. Uh, <laughs> let's see, you have three favorite brands. Um, that is cool, though. I feel like that's such a unique perspective to have, though, like going out into comedy. Does it like alleviate? Are you just having fun doing stand up, or have you gotten into the point where you're like trying to figure out how to pave your way into a career with it? Because I feel like that's sometimes like if you if you don't have anything else the on the back burner which i feel like a lot of people don't and you're trying to move ahead and stand up i've seen a lot of people get like uh kind of really frustrated with the game you know what i mean like the yeah. the business side of it does that not worry you and you're just like fuck it i'm just telling jokes and i'm also a super genius on the side so <laughs> <laughs> i don't have to worry about shit like that's i feel like that's a nice like light way to approach it i think i have i feel like I was talking to a comedian once. They were telling me that, like, if you don't hate comedy once a week, like, you're not doing it right. Oh, fuck that shit. Um, I don't know. I, know, I think I've just not been doing it right because I feel like whenever <laughs> I, I, I think I do. I mean, I started it for enjoyment. I feel like I continue it because I really like the people I meet. Yeah. I really like making people laugh. That's why I started yeah. doing it in the first place. And so, Hold on to that shit because, yeah, like, maybe, you know, yeah, that's great. Yeah, I feel like every like there's fucking comedians that you'll meet that are super bitter or they're just whoever they are naturally who are like they have like these rules. And I'm like, I think those are just your rules, dude. Like, I don't know. Like, 
think everybody else is having a good time. Like I remember, you know, uh, guys telling me dumb shit about like what when to start with you know your first bit, you know your best bit goes last, and your you know your opener is the week, and you're just like how about you just fucking do whatever you got to do and I'll do whatever I have to do. And you know, like if it's working, it's working. If it's not, I used to have people tell me not to uh, like improvise, like, or, or kind of like riff with the audience or anything like that in the beginning when I started. And then I realized that it's only cause they couldn't. So they were like, I'm not fucking like, that's annoying. They're like, I have these really dumb Italian couch jokes and I'm going to tell them <laughs> like, <laughs> And I'd be like, you do you, buddy. You tell your Italian couch jokes. I'm going to play. <laughs> um, but it is kind of funny that you like, I, I feel like I, I got yelled at one time when I was younger for um, not wearing a watch. And the guy was like really upset. We were like doing those road gig together. And he was just like, how are you supposed to tell when I get off stage? And I'm like, OK, that sounds like a you problem. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that that was uh, my responsibility, but apparently <laughs> like. <laughs> It's so it's so dumb. That's so great though that you're just like doing it and having fun. Was your first time on stage? Would you say it was like you did well or not well? Um, I feel like every time I go on stage, I feel like some things go well and some things don't mm. go well, and then you just like learn from it for the next time almost. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, I think I like. I do. I mean, this is the best advice I got from Boston Improv, and it was like I feel like I've heard it a lot more times. But like, I record myself every time I go oh, up, yeah. and I like, and sometimes you listen back. I'll listen back on the walk home, and I'm like, sometimes I'll listen to myself and I cringe a little bit. So I'm like, oh. I'm not. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, it's uh, it is brutal when you when like I I fucking hated listening to myself. Um, still do for the most part, but like when you're starting out doing stand up. I fucking hated it. I was like, I can't figure it out. Like what I'm supposed to do with this information. Like I just didn't want to do it. <laughs> and then I don't know. And then you just get numb to it. And then you're just like, oh, cut this here, put that there, throw it up online. <laughs> That's a good clip. Send this out to a booker. Like you just almost, it's almost like you're watching somebody else who you kind of slightly hate uh, <laughs> and should probably see therapist for. Uh <laughs> And then, you know, but yeah, you'll figure it. But that's a that's the best piece of advice because you never like you never know when you're going to ad lib something or, you know, or if you have just a fucking amazing set and you crush and then you're like, this is the staple, you know. Or to send out. I remember my first gig, I did really well. And then I thought I was hot shit. And then I did a second gig <laughs> and I fucking <laughs> ate a dick on set. Like I bombed so goddamn hard. <laughs> and I was like, oh, this doesn't feel good at all. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, John was like, that crowd sucked. I'm great. <laughs> I, I, I fucking wish oh, I had that mentality. That'd be great. It's so much easier when you're doing it for like a long time because you can you can tell when it's you and you also you you not only can tell when it's you, but you also don't care. <laughs> because you're like yeah. you're like oh i was i ate something weird and mm, i don't feel great and then you do go do a set and then you fucking suck and then you're like that was totally me and you don't feel bad about it at all you're like yeah those 200 people can just whatever <laughs> just eat it um but then when you when it when it's them it's like i don't know it's just it's like you're it's 10 times worse because you're just like these fucking scumbags came out to my show <laughs> <laughs> and had the audacity yeah that's emily do you got a, you got a uh like a story where it was a really rough one do you have a hell gig do i have a hell gig 
I feel like Zoom shows are always a little awkward. <laughs> Zoom shows are know, all hell like, gigs. <laughs> <laughs> there was one. Oh my! This was kind of recently. I was at the Burbank Comedy Festival, oh, nice. and my dog just starts like barking in the background, and I'm making a dog eating joke at like that. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Uh, did you get to fly out there? Or did you Zoom? I just zoomed. That's yeah. Cool. Are they, they're doing pretty good, I think, with their COVID shit. Are you guys, how's Boston handling all that? I think it's going pretty well. I think in the summer, um, well, I know Comedy Studio had a lot of online stuff and they've recently moved back to in-person. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, but, or like COVID in general or like Comedy COVID? Comedy COVID. Shows... Comedy co- well, co- <laughs> put your yeah. science hat back on again, even though this is not your field. <laughs> Hit me with some COVID. No, no, like COVID and comedy. Like, are they are they slowly like, are they doing the vax passports and stuff? Which I hope. Um, I think some. Yeah, yeah. So cool. I at like the shows that I'm going to soon. They're all like I have to prove that I'm vaccinated, which is nice. Nice. So yeah, is New York doing that or New Jersey? New York Sorry. is doing that. New Jersey yeah. doesn't know what's going on. Um, New York is doing that. New Jersey is where we're electing our governor. So he's checked out until, you know, he can start governing again, because basically he doesn't want to upset any of the fucking morons that are killing us slowly, Um, even though they're not going to vote for him anyway. I don't understand the mentality behind it. But yeah, New Jersey's not doing it. New Jersey. um, I don't know. I was just talking to another club owner that I know, and I won't mention the name, Tom. Don't worry. Um, But uh, I'm usually just burning bridges left and right. Uh, <laughs> I'm like this fucking club. Um, but they, uh, I don't know. They, they like people got COVID there recently and, uh, but they were like, yeah, we were doing everything we could. And I was like, oh, well, we were you guys wearing masks. And then like, well, yeah, when we were seating the audience and then I was like, but afterward, <laughs> or like, was the audience wearing masks? And they were like, no. And I'm like, well, that's not everything that that's not how any of that works. <laughs> like, yeah. So I don't know. Now New Jersey's not doing shit. And I was like, yeah, I went to Laugh Boston and everyone was wearing masks, which is nice. good. But I always I appreciate your posts online too. I feel like I feel like it's good because I ah. feel like there's so many people who are so vocal from like the opposite side. Yeah, thank you. Don't make any sense, and I think it's yeah. yeah. I don't understand those people either. With the the best part about it is like half of them are like, I'm not gonna perform in any clubs that are forcing vax passports and i'm like you're not passed in any clubs they're enforcing vax passports so i feel like it's a win-win like yeah how, how are you losing here <laughs> it doesn't make any sense i that's that's definitely like the the post-covid side of me where i feel like what you said in the beginning of the, of the show is nothing matters and that's yeah. just kind of how i feel like i don't like you know, half of these people, like, like the Jim Brew, like I just did an interview, uh, I don't know, with some newspaper in the area. <laughs> I should probably know what, um, but you know, about Jim Brewer, because this fucking moron is going out, <laughs> you know, he's getting all the, att- he's such a piece of shit. Um, and that's the thing that, but like, I know, like, I, I don't know that pre COVID me would have said anything because it's like, Oh, it's Jim Brewer. Maybe he'll let you open for him or whatever. You know what I mean? Like that is ever going to be a thing. Um, and then I'm, or you might have to run into him. And now I'm just like, fuck him. I don't, I don't want to, and I don't care. And you know, it's just insane to me now. So we're yeah. not having go- goat boy on dystopia tonight. No. <laughs> no, I'll have him on as long as he's willing to talk about his bullshit. Um, yeah. that's fine. But I don't think he's going to want to do that at all. We should invite him on, see what happens. 
He'll probably talk about his rights are being taken away. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm like, how about your wife's rights? Who's like immuno, uh, whatever, compromised. <laughs> and like, she's, his wife has like a million things wrong with her. And he's like, I want to perform at clubs <laughs> where people aren't wearing masks. And I'm like, you can just divorce her. You know that, right? You don't have to fucking give her COVID. <laughs> you don't want her around anymore. She could still live. <laughs> Can we clip that? I'm just yeah, he's just terrible. not happy in his marriage. That... Yeah, I guess. I'm like, what is your deal, dude? Like, yeah, I don't brutal. Know. <laughs> brutal way to take care of that situation. I'm sorry. Right. <laughs> That's fine though, because we talked. We talked a little bit. About, I feel like it's full circle. We talked about marriage, getting married, extorting people for their money for a fake marriage, and now we're talking about um, getting out of one. Yes. <laughs> it's full circle. <laughs> Is there any place, so is it, have you, you've gone to New York to do shows before though, right? I feel like, or no? I actually haven't. I want to. Oh shit. Okay. Yeah. You got to come out. I'd love to. Um, Is there any place that you really like, are you a fan of like, um, like certain clubs, stuff like that, places that you're looking to get into? I don't know what, I don't know what too many other than the comedy studio, Laugh Boston and Improv Boston out there, but there's a few other clubs, right? There are. I feel like there's mostly like bar gigs is what I've been invited to most recently. Nice. Like yeah. Bar and restaurant gigs. Do you um, know Alex G and Papa? No, I don't. I don't. Oh, I'll have to uh, get you guys together. He's a he's a comic down there who runs a bunch of shows. He's a great, great fucking dude. Um, and he's uh he just went viral, oddly enough, for tweeting about NFTs. And then he made that tweet an NFT, and I thought that was fucking genius. Wow, that that is smart. That's fun. Yeah, <laughs> it's really fucking smart. But uh, yeah, awesome. it's is it is there a club over there that like you're looking to get into, or like anywhere else that somebody's you really want to perform? Um, I think the next will probably be Comedy Studio. I think mm. I've been like I've done some open mics and stuff, and so I think oh I'll, cool, like, know, like Peter and other people out there, and so I yeah. think that's probably um. And then I would love to do a show with Laugh Boston, but I feel like, um, yeah. Yeah, that's a great one, too. <laughs> so, yeah. I'm, I know I'm going to, when I do the comedy studio, I'll see if I can ask Rick, because um, I know I'm going to go out to Boston. I just don't, I think it's going to be in December. I swear to God, I don't know what's wrong with me. I'm not even that religious. Like, I just love the whole fucking, it just looks like Santa exploded in the middle of Cambridge. Yeah, and, it does. Like, just. <laughs> decorations and everyone's super drunk and nice and um yeah it's great it's so weird but i love it you just uh, let me know when you're in boston i will it's, uh, it's like the one time of year massachusetts people are nice right like <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> it's a good time to visit oh awesome nor <laughs> do i have such fond memories of boston that everyone's like you really like boston that much i'm like yeah it's great well, <laughs> um yeah the uh uh was gonna say the scene over there is kind of cool because it's like i feel like boston comics are like everyone thinks i don't i don't know too much like people say boston's like super racist right like that's like the vibe that people get but i feel like they're not i feel like they're they they seem like conservative like they're like tougher liberals does that make any sense or like like i think i don't know how to describe it but i feel like i've I heard there's different boston's though too there's like the Wahlberg family type of boss. Yeah, oh, exactly. yeah, yeah. And yeah, then like there's... Goodwill Hunting Boston, and then yes. But dude, I remember this one comic. I don't know who it was, but he had this great joke where he was like, you know, people think we're uh, we're super like anti or like, or like homophobic or whatever, but that's not it. He's like, sometimes we still use 
the words were not supposed to. Where he, I think he was basically like, uh, "Yeah, my brother's getting gay married." You know, these two fags yeah. in love, whatever the hell it was. But he, but he meant it from like his heart. He's like, "But that comes from the heart." Do you understand? <laughs> and it was so. And I was like, "That's such a funny fucking way to put it." Like they don't know not to say it, but they mean it in the best sense possible. <laughs> like nicest. That's way what possible. I feel like Boston is. But I don't know. Yeah. I, don't I mean, I, I agree. I think tough liberals is like the perfect way <clears throat> to describe Boston. I mean, I've been to Texas, so oh, definitely shit. liberal. Did you stand up? <laughs> no, not to do. Just to visit for just a friend's wedding. Yeah. A, you're like, as a dare. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. I landed and then I took that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You got That's off enough. and you're like, oh, shit. <laughs> I have not. I've only driven through Texas. I'm, I haven't been out there to do a gig yet. I was supposed to be in Texas um two years in a row and i had to cancel because of covid mm-hmm. and, have uh, you traveled to yet for stand-up uh during the pandemic or? no i haven't gone anywhere um i mean i've i've gone like i've done i've been going into new york and yeah. i did like a couple local gigs here and there that were like good about their covid restrictions and shit um but i haven't gotten on a plane yet That's i haven't really either powerful. I'd like to go to California is where I'm, I think that's where I'm going to wind up if anything going next. Well, I have a gig in Vegas and, um, uh, headlining in Vegas on July, January 29th. So oh, I think that's, that's awesome. going to be, thanks. Yeah. I think that's going to be my big, like, you know, hopefully everything will calm down by then or, you know, I'll die on a plane, whatever happens <laughs> <laughs> of COVID. Not the pilots are great. <laughs> not a surprise crash. Huh? Yeah. Have you been out to Cali? Um, not recently. I think the only flights I've taken are, I'm from the Midwest originally. And so, oh, nice. Um, Where are you from? Yeah. So I'm from like Chicagoland area. Oh, shit. Yeah. So like the suburbs, though, not the city. Oh, okay. Um, not the city. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's cool. So, just as cold, slightly worse food. So. <laughs> <laughs> I like how she's like, she has to dumb it down for me. She's like, just how uh, you were saying it before. <laughs> just, he, he only understands weather and food, John. He's uh, <laughs> he's not good with anything else. It's so true, though. You're perfect. Um, yeah. Have you gone like when you were traveling to Texas during the pandemic? Did you notice like a change in like the mentality or was it weird? Um, I, I wasn't in Texas during the pandemic. Oh, but good. I have some friends who are down there. Um, oh, and I think the mentality is definitely like I think this was like before, prior to any vaccines coming out. Um, mm-hmm. She said, like, people were still having hoedowns or whatever you do in Texas. Like, <laughs> you, dance, you dance with every other person there. <laughs> right. I think that's how they speed date there. But yeah. Yeah. It's like unmasked hoedowns. Like, you can't, wow. I guess you can't date with masks on. So. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That's fucked up. I didn't realize that. Um, I know that, like, the only the only thing i know from texas is like the mass amount of comics that have moved there recently as like a safe haven and it's always like you know i don't know they're just like the slightly right wingish kind of comedians so i'm like you guys go wherever you need to go to wherever your safe space is Um, yeah have you is there anybody that you'd like to like have you opened for anybody like yet at like uh, see anybody pass through boston that's been like huge no, I don't. I haven't opened for anyone. Um, I saw Alex Moffat. Like, oh, nice. Who like he was at Laugh Boston. Um, yeah. Yeah. Have I seen anyone else? I was going to see Eliza Schillinger. Uh, oh. 
but then her show got postponed. Oh. Um, and I know John Mulaney was in town like a couple of weeks ago. So, That's awesome. His new yeah. his new fucking shit is supposed to be amazing. Yeah, uh, I haven't heard it yet. I need to. I was like, I, tickets sold out immediately or something. He did seventeen shows. It's yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. I like, but his is apparently like, and I was like, I've been kind of like looking online for like people who've like <laughs> taken their phones out and shit, but none of that seems to be. They make everybody collect their phones in the beginning. Yeah, that smart. that's what they told. Like they like put them all in bags at the end or something. It's yeah. Which yeah. is like one of those things that I think in the beginning I was like, yeah, fuck that. They can't record a set. And now I'm like, will someone record his set <laughs> <laughs> so I can see <laughs> what I'm missing by not being out there? Has he been to New York? I thought that that was. Um, I don't know if he did. If he did go, I missed it because I know he was out. I think he was in D.C. And I think I remember hearing he was out in Boston and stuff. I don't know if he did New York. Yeah. Yeah, it's. I don't know. It's just like there's only like a few comics that I would like go out of my way, I think, to see. And he's definitely one of them. I think I also saw Gavin Matz recently. Oh, nice. Um, online because like one of my close friends is a really big fan. Oh, cool. Him. He's hilarious. So. That's awesome. Yeah. Is this something that you want to keep doing? Like, do you do you like the writing or the performing more? Or do you want to keep doing stand up? Like, what's your like, you know, end game or five year plan? Yeah, I like both. I think. Well, my five-year plan is to graduate first, okay. <laughs> survive, and then graduate. Listen, nobody's impressed you go to school. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. I'm like no. I'm in 18th grade now at this point. Too <laughs> I'm gonna make it into double digits. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's comedy. That'd be so sad if comedy was actually slowing your progress down. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a good it's like a good break it's like a I think I started comedy because I also wanted to I think it was a good mental reminder that there's like life outside of college bubbles that's a very good point because I feel like a lot of people like one of the things I've tried to do consciously is uh make sure that I have a life outside of comedy and stand up yeah and like that's one of the main reasons the very beginning I didn't want to move to New York because I had like I was living out on my own when I was like you know i don't know 21 22 and i like had a sweet apartment and had all this group this group of friends and like a nice social network so i was like fuck it i'll just drive in because like i think if i'm immersed in it i'll fucking hate it yeah i think it's true like if you spend too long doing something and you're like stuck in it you forgot why you liked it in the first place yes absolutely yeah it's nice hanging out with normal people once in a while right (laughs) (laughs) yeah are, are comics normal people? No, no. I meant like, I meant like for <laughs> us to hang out with like regular people. Like you're gonna, oh, when you hang out yeah. with your. I guess you have two groups of weird people though, because I don't think computer scientists are particularly probably normal <laughs> either, right? No. Yeah. Okay. Computer scientists tend to be pretty. It's like I think that's also why I learned how to tell stories, right? Because I think it was like it was me and a bunch of nerdy guys, and it's like gotta make friends somehow. <laughs> like get past the cootie stage (laughs) that's so great i love that you're like i'm just about you a bunch of nerdy dudes and i don't know how to communicate with them it's terrible (laughs) but everyone likes to laugh that's that's true (laughs) i like that you broke through with comedy like talking to dudes that's pretty great normally it's the exact like no i feel like the only reason why men do anything is to impress women so yeah 
I, you know, I don't think I would have learned how to read if I didn't think like this girl was cute and I wanted to know how to write her a note in class. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, fuck, I got to start paying attention and spelling because <laughs> whatever I'm passing to her now, it doesn't seem to be working. <laughs> she thinks I'm retarded. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> like four years old. <laughs> Pressure's on. <laughs> I started young. Um <laughs> Yeah, that's cool. What um do your have your parents come to see you yet? Um actually no. I feel like all of my shows have been pretty late and they all go to bed at like uh -oh. 8 p.m. and so my parents are not. But they're a huge part of my set. So Yeah, I just I, I was like I, I was yeah. I was wondering if like they had seen it or heard it or Yeah. Um They that's like awesome. to say they're like I think whenever I tell them about it, like mm. I'll like tell them some of the jokes and they're like, oh, so embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. But, are they, yeah. are they very much like, as long as this is just a hobby and you don't quit school? Um, I think at this point, my mom's been like, you're educated enough. Like, when are you going to start thinking about getting married? <laughs> Oh wow! Well, tell her the good news. We we did it at uh, an hour ago. <laughs> We've decided. Yeah, Tom just did it. He's a, he's a uh, I'm ordained online ordained minister. <laughs> yeah, Is that yeah. what they're called? I was like, <laughs> I really could not think of that. I was like, online. Internet. Emily, do you? <laughs> right now, like there's a little calculus book. Just say yes. <laughs> You know what's you know what this is how fucking stupid I when you said Emily do you I was like finish the goddamn sentence Tom <laughs> I'm like we're pros at this point we've been doing this for <laughs> this is our seventy the second half of his sentence <laughs> he's like oh I really, completely she would have said yeah I would like answer the fucking question did I black out <laughs> that's hilarious did she. Like I don't, I've never. My my parents didn't care, give a shit whether or not I got married, I had kids. Is that like, is that like just your family in general? Do you think, or like your parents, or? I think it's also kind of like an Asian cultural thing where is it's it? like, yeah, you're like supposed to work hard, like go to go to a good school, right? Study hard, and then, um, have kids, get married, and like repeat the whole thing. Oh so, wow! Yeah, <laughs> I think it. it's also like a very immigrant mentality. Um. Right. Would they be really upset if you brought John home? <laughs> Come on. <laughs> I mean, obviously, yes, but also. <laughs> I mean, I've actually only brought women home, so I think my mom would have a I was, party. I was going to say, wow, I was, no, was going to say, we know. I'm, like, uh, I'm just pushing the, I'm, that's why I'm pushing the fake marriage thing, because it would just be like, unexpected throw everybody off they would yeah. naturally give money and then she and i would split yeah, <laughs> or, or we just do like a threes company thing <laughs> emily's mom would just be like he's not an mit grad but <laughs> uh, yeah I would, love it if, I would love it if she was just like my mom hates italians <laughs> she watches rocky with such disdain <laughs> uh, italians from jersey is he a soprano yeah. <laughs> oh man that's crazy though so they've never seen your stuff have your friends come out to see you yeah yeah you like friends, do you like I, it do you feel comfortable i do Good. yeah i think like they like totally i mean i test my stuff out on them they're probably nice. my harshest critics they'll like 
after I finish, they'll be like, I like this one more than that one, you know, mm. things like that, which is really, yeah. But my friends come to almost like, even all my online shows when I had them. Yeah. Oh, which nice. Is really nice. nice. So, Have you gotten to the uh, point yet where you've learned to ignore your, like, like when they tell you they don't like a joke and it's like, oh, it's because you're not a comic, but I, this is funny. I'll tell you why it's funny. <laughs> that's a great point to get to. <laughs> yeah. That's what I, uh, that's what I tell my sister. <laughs> Everybody's got to have some of they start abusing with their knowledge of comedy. Yeah. You're like, mm, nice. I'm try, like, I'm objectively but... hilarious. Like when I make fun of her and she like, she hates it. I'm like, no, I'm I'm objectively funny. Like, this yeah, it's a good it's, joke. It's crazy. You're killing me here because I like you. I think you're funny. And then, but your level of confidence at this point is uh, making me hate you. <laughs> i don't hate you but it is kind of funny you're like yeah i love when my friends come i'm like who is she because <laughs> like, i hated when my friend like I, I didn't hate it but like you know we had to have bringer shows in the very beginning when i started i didn't do them for yeah. long but when we did you know i was always just like oh i wish i didn't have to bring people to see me fucking do this shit or <laughs> like bomb or whatever i think i feel bad now because like i I usually will for shows. I like recycle some material, and I'm like, mm. oh, they've heard this joke ten times at this yeah. point. But, um, but that's great because that's what you should be doing. And the fact that you're getting used to it in front of people and not caring, not caring is the best thing you can do. Is yeah. like just like I don't give a shit what the audience needs. This is what I need. Like, never fall in love with the audience because they're always going to disappoint you. It got oh. dark for a half a second. By the way, uh, <laughs> I was like, they're never going to love you. I mean, we were just talking about <laughs> spreading COVID instead of divorce. So. Oh, that's true. It's on yeah. trend. Okay. Yeah. We got a great theme going, I feel like, for this <laughs> <Yeah>. episode. <laughs> it's, it's like a nothing death matters. marriage. Yeah, nothing matters. Fake marriages, divorce. It's all good. <laughs> um, you, uh, do you, is, you have a girlfriend, right? I do, yeah. Is she a comic too? Or that's what I was getting towards. Oh, no, she's not. Oh, she's not? Okay. She's actually, she works in TV news, so oh, she's a producer. Look at you with a smart Hollywood in already. <laughs> like, you can get press coverage and all sorts of shit when you're ready. That's a good in. Not that you don't love her, but I'm also, <laughs> yeah. strategically, that's a nice career move. Always thinking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so great. And you're like, and I also, uh, we're in an open relationship. I date a professor on the side. So really, I'm going to be graduating faster and moving up the comedy ladder. Oh, Tom, you're muted. Nope, you're still muted. I think Emily muted you with her mind after you said I do. <laughs> or trying to get her to say I do. She's like, yeah, you're still muted. Should we wait for him? Or is it... No. Now he's still muted. This is a fun game. <laughs> yeah. seems like it's a really intense question it's it really does he's like focused hard on trying to get it he's gonna text yeah. it to me in a second to ask okay. uh, do you regret um, saying yes do i regret saying no no of course not Why would I? yeah do you regret saying yes that's a good point <laughs> how much do you think we'd make i think we'd make a shit ton of money i agree like publicize yeah. the whole thing absolutely oh yeah. that'd be great I'll get my girlfriend to put it on the news. <laughs> like old Venmo stuff. And then they see her getting the wedding car too. And they're just like, what yeah. the fuck? And it's just like, 
Oh, that'd be great. I think Tom is still having trouble. Tom looks in like he's in total distress. <laughs> Every time <laughs> yeah, I glance I over, that. he's just like, it's so good. I love it. Um, well, that's awesome. I mean, I, I, I feel like, oh, he left us. That was such a quick <laughs> abandonment moment. He's like, nope. And we're gone. Um, I feel like you got a great career. I mean, you've got such a good head on your shoulders. Again, that was like one of the things I loved about like meeting you in the charity. First of all, I was like, I don't know, 24 hours, like dead fucking tired anyway. But it was I'm cool sure. because like you have a great like personality and like head on your shoulders for all this stuff. So that's cool. And you're super funny. I first met Mark and I thought it was like it was just super fun. Like, yeah. Where do you meet Mark? Um, At comedy therapy. So I did a lot of their open mic. Um, oh, nice. And different things. And he was on a feedback mic, I think. And stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. The comedy therapy group funny. is cool, too. That's why you got to come to New York. Yeah, I think like I always I see them doing live shows now and I was like, I'd love to be there. Like I actually yeah. know a lot of them now. And it's like, Are you yeah. when do your class when do you go on like break? Um, we get we get winter breaks and uh, things like Thanksgiving breaks. I guess oh, technically good. I'm mostly just doing research now. So oh, okay. um, could probably like what are you working <laughs> on? Day, so. Are you allowed to talk yeah. about it? Yeah. So I work in a uh, machine learning healthcare. Mm -hmm. so, oh wow um essentially are you going to do those robots i wish like, i could build robots i'm oh. so bad at like anything anything i have to construct like it's mm -hmm. like it breaks apart immediately oh okay all right <laughs> so, including ikea furniture like you know, <laughs> <laughs> um but i think so it's mostly like mathematical models so mm. my lab works on we are partnered with the Massachusetts Gen Hospital Infectious Disease Department. Wow. Um, and so we work on essentially like looking at models of how like diseases is, are spread within hospitals. Um, mm. And so like hospital associated infections, things like that. Right. Um, making risk prediction models for that. So wow. understanding how like people transfer it like between wards, like when people become contagious. Um, Jesus. So, so what then was this like, I mean, this is kind of, I don't know not morbid but like when COVID hit were you guys like inundated with new shit to do or like how how did we, that affect your research and stuff well we are not in need of money at the moment which is a <laughs> that's a it's a positive working in infectious diseases right um i think currently everyone's working on COVID right now it feels like um, right like um yeah but we do have some COVID projects happening, like looking at COVID x-rays, doing risk prediction. Um, so not diagnostics, but like trying to understand um, if like someone's on oxygen, like when do they deteriorate and things like that. Wow. Um, but yeah, that's the one positive working yeah. in infectious diseases at the moment. So. so when you're talking about that kind of stuff, how does it frustrate you and like your you know, peers and all that other stuff when you constantly see the misinformation going on in the news or whatever, like, I, do you ever think of ways to combat it? Or are you just like, it's going to happen, it's going to happen, like, how do we do about it? Yeah, I, I think, I mean, I have a ton of friends who, like, work at social media sites, like, mm. Facebook, Google, and things. And I think when you were talking about the law, lawlessness of, like, the online world, I feel like that's something that, um, like especially the pandemic brought to light in a large sense. Right. Um, for example, like the fact that this information is spread so fast and there's like research that shows that especially like, really right wing people, um, mm -hmm. it's like you're, you actually like social media sites can make you become 
more polarized in a sense, right which i think is so interesting because it's like this like you feel like and i feel like companies to this point have been like oh like we're not taking responsibility we're just showing people things um like exactly actually so i worked on google ads for a short while and i oh, did, wow. so uh like as an intern um when mm. i was an undergrad and i feel like like what they do like the whole idea is to, like you're trying to increase how often people click on things right and so um and that's how you sell things that's how these companies make money sure. and i think that in a sense like they're absolving themselves of a lot of guilt in terms of like data collection and privacy concerns and um right. and polarization and like politics and like things like the january 6th like organization and yeah. insurrection movement and stuff and i feel like but i feel like that's not a lot of it is kind of inherently how these algorithms are structured. So you think the algorithms have kind of gotten shown. away from the people's control? Um, I think they're, I think they should be, I think design should be thought out very carefully in mm -hmm. terms of like what is propagated online. Um, and maybe like the things that are prioritized right now, like making the most money by like getting people to click on the most items, maybe yeah. should be like reconsidered and like, restructured because it has real world consequences down the line so, yeah it's weird that yeah. we can see them happening now but there's still no I, I mean as far as i know like i don't i don't um you know know too many people in like hospitals and stuff like that but like i always kind of wonder like if there's communication between these social media platforms and the people putting it out and the hospitals or the doctors and stuff like that if it would help dissipate it or if that's just not a realistic viewpoint where like yeah ever going to come together because they don't want that kind of an, they, they like the disinformation kind of cycle. Yeah, I think I mean, even only recently did Twitter start like labeling things as misinformation, like right. little misinformation things. Yeah. And like, it took them such a long time to even like ban Donald Trump. Oh, my God, I know. It's so, crazy how often like people look for the like that, that's that's the twisted thing because now it's like the social media uh, they're doing that stuff where like you know, here's the right COVID information. Here's the right whatever. And they'll put those labels down there. But yeah. even so, I feel like people now use that as a way to, you know, uh, be like, oh, here's the right art. Because they could they put like it's like a badge of honor, you know? Yeah. Um, no, yeah. Sure. It's it's a really weird like. I don't know. Hey, Tom, is Tom back now? I think yeah. I'm back. Oh, you're Thank back. Goodness. We're getting into good stuff now. We're talking about because. Oh, no. Yeah, I was listening. I was listening. I'm always oh, watching yeah. him. I'm omnipotent. <laughs> I haven't met Tom in real life yet, so we're not exactly 100% sure if he's real. It might be AI. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Maybe. We were just talking about AI. Yeah. But, yeah. I think um, it's also interesting because there's this whole branch of AI now that's like specifically focused on ethical AI, right? Like, how do you design things that are like unbiased? Like, for wow. example, there's a super famous paper that like showed that Microsoft facial, it was published in like 2017 or something that showed that facial recognition technology that Microsoft was using, like performed much better specifically on white men than on like yes. black women, which was like 99.9% okay. .9 versus like 80 something percent, which doesn't seem like a big deal. But like, if you're using that for like law enforcement or like, yeah, trying to get into your phone and like you can't get in because you're part of that like 14% that it just doesn't work yeah. on, you know, like I think that that's, um, yeah. So it's about how do you like design technology that is well, less biased? 
exactly well you know what's freaky about that too is i was thinking like um not only for like the facial recognition stuff and the sensors but like you know i think there was a story a few years ago where there was one of those cars that was you know self um driverless cars you know whatever but because the sensor couldn't read the level of white on a truck it's it assumed it wasn't there and it went through and killed the dude like it went underneath the truck I'm thinking the same thing. If you're like, if those cameras can't pick up on certain faces and people for like cell phone stuff or facial recognition stuff, if it's a car, how is it not? If it's, isn't that the same technology? If it, what if it doesn't fucking recognize a person crossing the road to stop? Like, yeah. how does it, how does it do that kind of shit? You know, I don't know if it's all strictly about their faces or whatever, how it identifies a human, but that that's fucking terrifying. I think there's also like ethical questions. Like if you're like unable to swerve, like do you kill the driver? Like do you kill? Like nobody's gonna gonna buy a car if like yeah, that's a good point too. Gonna kill you. So. Yeah, that's yeah, a good point. Like, yeah, these... it's it's <laughs> yeah. a cl yeah, that's a good point. It's yeah. flying off a cliff or hitting cliff. Uh, <laughs> which one are you gonna do? Um, yeah, it's crazy. Are you involved at all with like the? Because um, I read something the other day about. It, like helper robot like aid robots basically do you ever see the movie um oh my god uh it's with frank langella i think it's called frank but he's got a a little robot that because he's got alzheimer's and this robot like helps him like around the house like a helper aid and i always thought that was fascinating it was like years ago it came out but like are you in, but then yeah. i saw something recently like the other day where they were like actually talking about like aid robots for the elderly and like they would know when to give them their pills and stuff. Are you involved in any of that? So I'm not personally involved in any robotics, but I actually, I saw an article come out with like MIT a couple, I know a lab and I've seen the robot cause like I watched oh, shit. it, but um, it like, there's one that they, they're teaching a robot how to like brush people's hair as like terms of aid. Cause I think it's like, cause apparently a lot of like old people and like people who break their arms or something like can't do that. My arms are fine so, and I'm not old and I could still use a robot to brush my hair. Yeah. Occasionally, so <laughs> yeah. that'd be yeah. great. That's wild. Are you around right? any of those like, robots that really do parkour? Oh, sorry. I have seen them outside actually. Like Boston Dynamics, those cheetah robots. Yeah. Seen them online? They came out of, yeah, they came out of like MIT and like Media Lab and stuff. So I've, I've seen robots. I've seen robots do things. Um, I personally have never. Well, I learned I was really bad at building robots. <laughs> and so You're like, I built one that career. killed people. And I... <laughs> like... yeah. I built one that kept running into the wall. And then after that, I was like, this is over. <laughs> That's better than I really could do. It was a really dumb robot. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's so sad. It still exists somewhere. And it's just like, kill me. <laughs> no one will turn it off. You're like, no, Emily's going to fix you. It's going to be fine. What's some of the craziest shit you've seen at MIT? Can you talk about any of it? If there is anything? I think there was like, there was a team when I was an undergrad to like, if you remember the Hyperloop, that like, yeah. designed, like a, like a toy Hyperloop thing. I think, um, I mean, I feel like MIT students are known for doing like, there's a, every year when the freshmen come back on campus, the undergrads build a roller coaster. So a lot of people do build things. Oh, that's cool. Um, yeah which is really cool. Um, there's an urban legend that says we were the highest producer of LSD <laughs> wow, on the East really? Coast for a short while. Yeah, they like had it in the bottom of a dorm. 
the whole lab set up and stuff. Wow. <laughs> That's great. And it's um, little do we know it's Emily, but like <laughs> she's trying to throw us off. <laughs> like if I mention it on a podcast, it can't possibly be real. <laughs> That's yeah. pretty great. Um, what do you guys do when you run drugs over? I mean, I can't imagine like what's the worst that could happen. You guys open up another portal. I was about portal. to say tremendously yeah. bad things. Yeah, Quantum yeah. computing, yeah. John. Smashing Adam. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I, I, I can think of way worse though. That'd be so cool if something fucking crawled out of a hole from another world <laughs> okay I'm, tell- I'm I'm ready i'm ready for it i'm waiting so tired yeah. of turning on the news and watching us kill each other it'd be nice to have some weird like <laughs> monster doing it <laughs> like reggie nice like, oh, yeah right it's john wants to go to the upside down oh. <laughs> I, I absolutely fucking do though. I would go to space if they let me. Not like Jeff Bezos space, like real space. Like I would go. I would love to. Would you that go would to space? Be awesome. Yeah. Would you go to space if you could? I would. A hundred percent. Yeah. That's great. Even if it's Jeff Bezos to space. She's <laughs> like, I will sell out for Jeff Bezos space. And no, she's like, you can. She's like, I've got a girlfriend, but you can fire me off in that dick rocket anytime you need to. It is fine. It's fine. I'll take Richard Branson just getting out of the gra- gravitational area. That's his fine. spaceship looked cool though. Like his, that was pretty fucking sick. I don't know. I don't and know. People bouncing around it. Yeah, they seem like they're having way too much fun. I don't know why I trust an English guy more than a dude coming out with a cowboy hat on. <laughs> like, even though every English actor was like a villain in like you know every movie, you know what I mean? Like, was that like no, a, always like a Doctor Evil? Yeah, 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 something like that. But I trust him more than I trust uh, the cowboy hat dude. The dude looking like a guy from Purdue, <laughs> chicken coming out in a cowboy hat. I thought you meant the school. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just trashing schools on here. <laughs> Not everyone can be go, could go to MIT, John. Some of us do you have your Do you have your own interns? My own interns. Well, yeah, we have you... like undergrads who work in our lab with us. Um, oh wow, okay, that's cool. Are those interns? Like, well, I think. Well, no, probably <laughs> well, not yet. I mean, they might be, but like, I was wondering, like, do you have your own team and stuff? Like, are you ahead of your own like team and and uh, that kind of thing? I think mostly for grad school, like we do our own research, okay. so it's like. We are, we are the interns. Like we are the oh. slave labor. Until, like, no, was gonna, that's all I wanted to get you to say. We haven't had anybody involved in slave labor on the show yet. So, um, well, listen, it's been an hour, and I don't want to keep you any longer. But I'm going to ask you two um, of our main questions that we ask every guest. You ready? Brace yourself. Yeah. These are these I'm are ready. tough. Brace right. yourself. Brace yourself. <laughs> um, first question: If you could go back in time and uh, give your younger self a piece of advice that would help you today. What would it be? I think it would probably be like nothing matters as much as you think it does. <laughs> Beautiful. Love it. Yeah. Like we started with that. I think, it's yeah. a, I think it's a good thing for me to remember when I was younger. That's great. Yeah. Um, and the other thing is what had to end in your life for you to get you where you are now? Um. I feel like the thing that affected my life the most, sorry, this is kind of morbid now that I No, go ahead. It, but it's part of my stand-up set. So um, oh. I actually had one of my best friends pass away when I was an undergrad. Oh, shit, I'm sorry. Um, no, it's all right. I think it's been like, but I think having that happen, um, I think it. I think it's like, it's like one of those things we were talking about where like, 
it makes you grateful for the things that you yeah. have in a large sense. And I think it also, I think the reason why I did stand up too is because I think like as in the after like a couple of years, I was thinking about it and I was like, because you never think you're gonna die young no. in a sense, you know, like it doesn't it yeah. doesn't become a possibility until. Um, I guess now with COVID, it's a little bit different where everyone's having like existential <laughs> We all know so, how we're going to die now. So. <laughs> yeah. my, my existential crises just happened a couple of years earlier. Um, but I think it's more, I think it becomes like, what things do you want to try? You know, like, and what things do I want to do before, like, I guess you die in a sense. And so, yeah. Yeah. And I think that like really makes you consider the things that matter a lot. Um, and like, you want to do things that like, well, obviously you want to do things that you feel like matter on a grand scale, but also you want to do things that you just have fun with and like meet people and make you happy. So. That's a great outlook though. Yeah. Like that's phenomenal. <laughs> I love it. You got to, I'm telling you, I don't wish I had some, I don't know if they bottle whatever it is that you have, but I want it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> John is definitely picking up what you're putting down. She's got a morbidly <laughs> positive energy that she, she's just like, nothing matters with a big smile on her face. And I'm like, that, <laughs> that is the attitude we all need to have. Fantastic. This was super fun, though. Thank you for having me. And Thanks for coming me. on. This was a blast. Yeah, I, I really had a good us. time. I hope you come back. Yeah, I would love to. Yeah. Good. And get to and New I'm, York. And I'll yes, come to Boston. I will. Please do. Let me know if you guys are ever in Boston. I'd love to come Absolutely. Out we will definitely make yeah. our way up for sure. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Anyway, thank you so much for coming <laughs> thank on. Thank you again, Emily. Yeah. Thank you so much. We'll see you soon. Thank you. Such a pleasure. Dystopia Tonight.